Hello, and welcome to Proper Discourse, the place to learn how to grease the gears of social interaction when you're a farmer. We know it's tough learning how to do your howdy-do's when time isn't permitting, so we like to jump right in. In today's episode, involving women folk. Scenario. Picture this. You and your wife are heading up the dirt track, hoping to spy on your rivals to see if their cows are secretly French. And goodness me, you've run into your rival and his wife. Let's see what happens. Hello, Mrs. Farmer. Ah, oh, that's not how you do it. Do not start by directly addressing Mrs. Farmer. What are you, having an affair? Hello, Mr. Farmer and his lovely wife. Mrs. Farmer. Make sure when addressing Mrs. Farmer that you do not make eye contact, as you're not planning on having an affair. Try and look directly at her shoes. Oh, hello, hello, Mr. Other Farmer. How are your cows doing today? Oh, Mrs. Farmer, my cows are doing lovely. Ah. I'm afraid you can't just directly answer a question a woman folk has asked you. You have to pussyfoot around, especially a question so personal. What do we want to think? That Mr. Farmer is being cuckolded in the street? Um, well, Mr. Farmer, I have to say my cows are doing lovely. Do let your wife know, seeing as she was wondering. Much better. Now, when we involve Mr. Farmer, it makes him feel like his side of the relationship is being valued just as much. Which means it's less of a cuckoldry and more of a three-way. Lovely weather, don't you think we're having, Mr. Other Farmer? Oh, why I should say so. Lovely weather indeed. I was wondering if you'd like to come over later to share a um, big pint of milk on our terrace. Oh, dear Mr. Other Farmer. You can't just go around asking women folk to share milk with you. What are you, some kind of commonplace harlot of the night? Absolutely not. No. Instead, Rather than inviting her to come over, a rudely provocative suggestion in its own right, you must ask to meet at a secondary location, such as the cow shed. Oh, it's wonderful weather we're having, isn't it, Mrs. Farmer? I was wondering if you might like to meet me inside the cow shed later on for... <laughs> No, oh, no, <laughs> I see where I've gone wrong here. This one's on me, my bad. See, it is much harder than it sounds like to deal with the women folk. Oh, all I want to do is drink a big pint of... <laughs> <laughs> I just can't finish the sentence. <clears throat> all I want to do is drink a big pint of milk with Mrs. Farmer <laughs> behind the cow shed. That's it. Well done. Thank you for listening to Proper Discourse. And the next time you see Mrs. Farmer, be sure and show her your jugs. <laughs> oh, gay rights. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Ambridge to Nowhere, a podcast adjacent to the BBC Radio 4 drama show radio performance, The Archers. Uh, I, as you can tell, I have no idea what the show actually is anymore. 
It's been such a while since we started, and oh so long until we'll end. <laughs> but on this journey with you, I am Alex. Um, and I'm someone who unfortunately knows for a fact that the Mayan calendar doesn't say when average to nowhere is ending. Such a disappointment. <laughs> I think they could fit in a few predictions for us. But... We thought that we were just going to be flipping the page. You know, we thought that it was the end of the calendar. Turned out we just flipped the page over. It just carries I on. I went to... I travelled to another continent. I went on an archaeological dig. Got in a big old dusty room full of bones. Uh-huh. And the calendar said never ending. Um... God. Does that mean that we're immortal, or do we have to pass the torch on, like, uh, uh, like so many I before think, us? I think our uh, desiccated corpses just sort of make sounds into the microphone until the sun explodes. Okay. <sighs> Fair enough. Horse. <sighs> Sheep. Like, I like that. To statistically uh... speaking, we eventually make... It's like a monkey with a typewriter. Even a desiccated corpse can do a podcast. <laughs> a desiccated corpse, given the eternity of time, yeah. will eventually how make much, a joke about the archers. Considering how much stuff there is on Spotify, even desiccated corpses can <laughs> make podcasts. Everyone has a podcast, including corpses. Yeah. A posthumous podcast. Tutankhamun's podcast. <laughs> the Tutankham... Mm, no, I couldn't get Tutankham, one. Tutankham, boom! Yeah, it's okay. it's exclusively a hype podcast. <laughs> it's just a hype podcast about other It's pharaohs. a hype co- podcast about Minecraft YouTubers. <laughs> okay, That's... I thought he was dropping diss tracks about other pharaohs. If I would assume anything a pharaoh would get into if they came back now, it would be Minecraft. Oh, for sure. Like, really living out their god-king dreams. Yeah. Um, that is their realm. Uh, what if he did... What if Tutankhamun did <laughs> an Archer's podcast called Tutankhamun about farm animals? Um, he'd probably be like, uh, why are all of these people not having sex with their sister? This is crazy. <laughs> They're just fucking around. They're just fucking around farming. Uh, why aren't you enslaving people and having sex with your sister? Shit, be cray. Well, listen. You know, I don't listen to the archers. That is the premise of this show. So, as far as I know, no, it doesn't have any incest in it. But wait, that's your job is to tell me what's going on. Wait, so, let me think. Uh, no, nope. the show's been on for a long time. Like you know. Yeah, but I feel like people would talk about it to me if there had been <laughs> more often an incest plotline. I mean, I've heard. I just think I've heard all of the big shit. Okay, oh, I was just thinking more like a Luke and Leia. Uh, you know. What like an accidental? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, accidental like incest. Accidental incest. Gotta see if that's a tag on Neo Three. It probably should. That's be. my most recent Google search. Um. <laughs> Um, they call that um, uh, sister mishaps. <laughs> sister mishaps, yeah. Sishaps, um, even. Sishaps, yeah. I, I just assume that there may have been, you know, the show's been going on for what is it, like seventy years. I I have to assume that that there's been a sishap or two. It's there again is... with the monkeys and the typewriters. There is a weird amount of pseudo-incest in mainstream media considering how everyone supposedly feels about it. I think about the Umbrella Academy a lot because I mostly see the incest situation in that as them being like, we just gotta have some kind of romantic plotline going on between the main characters because everyone loves romance. And they were like, well, all the main characters are brothers and sisters, so that's fine. Uh, okay yeah not a show i've seen but i didn't know about the incest uh there isn't actually incest it's just flirted with 
literally. It makes me want to watch it less. So it they call it out in the second season. I wouldn't say it's a damper against it. I mean, everyone's seen Star Wars, <laughs> so that's true. I have seen that one. Like I haven't, uh, I haven't actually ever seen the Star Wars movies, so. I, okay. Well, so I'm the I'm, only I'm... one in the clear, guys. I don't support incest. Well, I feel like the Umbrella Academy people knew they were related, though. They're not related. That's right? They're not related. Oh. Oh, but so it's a step even the situation. even the show even the show is like if you have to say the show literally says if you have to say technically you're already in trouble, <laughs> which is just. <laughs> Honestly, I I mean, I do think about the incest situation with the archers because, as I have said, they are all related. Right, you go back far enough. So sometimes someone will be flirting and I'm like, wait, I thought they were related and they're not, but... They might be cousins. That's technically legal. The reason I was doing the, the the bit was because... Um... Do you remember Shula? Do you remember? Do you remember her? How much? Yes, Uh, I I bring up Shula enough just to say that I find her extremely annoying. Um, I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's fine, but that's the limit of what she is. You know, she's just fine. Okay. Um, her and Neil were spending some time together. And Alistair, who's Shula's ex-husband, was like, what's going on with you and Neil? And she was like, I don't know, we're interacting like two human beings. And he's like, yes, but you're a man and a woman. And Put your chastity be... belt on, you witch! <laughs> <laughs> Dunk her! She has a friend with a penis! Spray yourself in intimidating musk to keep the men folk away, like you would spray yourself to keep away flies. <laughs> Is it covered in deet? Uh, everyone knows that men hate deet. Um, um, it literally okay. was that. And even, even I think even the writers were sort of thinking to themselves, wow, we really don't have anything to say this month. <laughs> it's absolutely scraping because that's the other the other plot that's going on at the minute I was like if they divorce can we stop hearing about this we'll get to that okay um, so there's really absolutely nothing to say about Neil, Neil and Shula except that all I could think was fuck off <laughs> Fuck right off. That's a that seems like an adequate response to that the, situation. The whole crux, the whole conflict was that one person thought that it was weird that they were spending time together and thought that they were maybe having an affair. Which is just the funniest shit. Cause honestly I would put them on a list of people least likely to have a, an affair in all of Ambridge. They're both just. There is a dear they list are both just of... the most milk toaster people. Milk toaster, <laughs> like they are. Milk toaster. They are. They are a whole you know, pint that's... of milk that you drink with Mrs. Farmer. Milk toast. <laughs> it's just, they're just two pieces of white bread, and they're making a very. Plain they really are. Together. They're just. They're. They really are just the most gentle of souls and i don't mean that as a compliment i mean it as just a, <laughs> a neutral statement they are gentle it is souls neither here nor there but they are gentle yeah uh. <laughs> um really very funny um oh, gosh they're just they're just no it's just no it's a really funny plot line because it goes nowhere and all i could think was wow Wow, try harder. <laughs> you sh- you sure did spend some minutes of this show talking about that thing. You sure did think of two characters that you had, wondered if they would interact, and thought, man, they sure are they sure are male and female. I wonder if people <laughs> will think they're having sex. Oh, oh, it feels the thing about it is it's so extremely accurate though. It's so extremely accurate to 
life in general. You you remember me, you know, Janet's listening in. Remember how people used to think me and Tom were having sex just because we would occasionally stand next to each other? <laughs> oh my goodness. That is, I mean, yeah, I dealt with that so much uh, doing plays at the local girls' school of like, I'm just talking to these people because they are all girls. <laughs> that is sort of how this works. And I was like, ah, I see. You are having sex with all 15 of these cast members. <laughs> no, I don't think I am. Oh, God, that sounds so, so exhausting. I'm also 14, so... I'm not even talking about having sex. I'm just, like, having... Being attracted to 15 people at once. <laughs> it's like... It would be exhausting. I can, I can, I can at most manage being attracted to two people at once. Honestly, I think that's my hard limit. It's like <laughs> two. Any, any more, more than, than that, that any more than that, and I start to have, you know, I start to, I start to sound like Nathaniel Hawthorne. Any more than that, I'm like, I'm just like, oh, sin lives in the heart of all men. <laughs> These, I don't know these why lustful thoughts. You said Nathaniel Hawthorne, and you said the right name, but for some reason I thought you said Thornberry, and I was thinking of the dude with the huge nose. <laughs> God, you made me laugh so hard I leaned back and smacked my head on something. Wait, how does he talk? He's like, sinful thoughts. Shameful thoughts. Shameful thoughts. <laughs> These lustful thoughts I've been having for a hour. <laughs> I Nathaniel you Hawthorne. You have to forgive me, but Nathaniel Hawthorne is just my go-to because um, of that whole thing where he was so embarrassed that he changed his name. I'm like vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I cringed so hard I changed who I was as a person. Yeah. I do want to just be completely untethered from nomenclature sometimes. <laughs> I, you know, people are really, really, actually really, really nice to me about being non binary. And they're always like, how do you want me to refer to you? And I'm like, don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Um, nothing positive, nothing negative. Pretty much just ignore me. Just don't um, acknowledge. Do not acknowledge. Um, DNA. Don't say anything nice about me. Uh, don't say anything about me. Um, don't <laughs> don't look directly at me. I guess our PSA at the start was pretty accurate to how I want to be treated, at least. <laughs> you don't want to be directly referred to. But if you ask someone a question, you want them to refer to the person next to you and tell them to let you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The second half of this story just is just weirdly, it took a turn. Um, Shula fell off a horse and almost died, and Neil was lucky to be there. I know, right? It just like. They this took a very solid And that's why from... I'm talking about. It was like they were in the middle of writing this um, Neil and Shula get together to interact as man and woman as plotline. And then they were like, this is really, really boring. Throw off a horse! And they did. Do you, do you think that Do you think that maybe... The, Toss that woman off a horse. <laughs> the storyboarders were doing it in the morning. It was like a Monday morning. They weren't really feeling it. And then they went to lunch and they had like a really good lunch. And maybe they saw a horse, you know, maybe they went out to horse guards parade or something. And then um, they came back and they were like, right, let's spice things up a little. Um, yeah, but in my fantasy, they have a, a dartboard that has different uh, farm animals on it. <laughs> <laughs> and they throw Spin the wheel! They have a spin, well, they spin the wheel, right? And the wheel says, gets hurt by or gets mad yeah. at. Or something like that, and then they throw a yeah. dart at a board, and it says like horse, cow, abstract, Linda. abstract force, <laughs> um, tractor, God. 
um, that that one Range Rover. They took it off the board. They were only going to use it once. They were like, "Well, that Range Rover, uh, that Range Rover killed Adam, and now we're done with it." <laughs> once it once it gets a hit rate of one, they have to retire it. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, if they did it statistically, but they just kept getting Range Rover, so everyone in the village is like <laughs> feeling the wrath of this. Yeah. Well, it's also cuckolding people because they're like throwing it. Like, <laughs> has a fair with, and it's women. like, my wife fucked this car. It's a whole big thing. <laughs> Ka chow. Well, that, that, that's. Oh no! Uh, okay, wow. So she fell off a horse, and Neil was there to rescue her, and so all was forgiven? Uh. No, they immediately had sex. Um, no, it was Oh, just... no! <laughs> um, no, they just had one of those awful, depressing conversations that people always do after something scary happens, where he was like, I just keep imagining if I hadn't seen you, and you'd just been lying on the ground and you died. And she was like, thanks, Neil. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for thinking about me dying. I like that. Cheers, Neil. Love you too. Now I'm really turned on. Let's go fuck in this hay shed. <laughs> Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, Neil was just super depressing. Shula was like, I like it when you talk about mortality. Let's just be friends, though. And that was the well, end. Well, no, so she said, I've been really worried. Um, People, I, I'm worried about the gossip. And he's like, who's gossiping? And she said... This one person said it seems to look bad. And he says, I, I think I with. think you've fallen off a horse and now you're feeling weird. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, um, don't blame the horse. No, she didn't say that, but I thought she was going to go, it's not about the horse, it's about me. <laughs> don't blame the horse, I'm crazy. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the mild concussion that I've got. Um, yeah, so... Even even after they threw someone off a horse, s- still still nothing, st- still still about nothing. Still couldn't save that bit. Huh? Yeah, still couldn't still save a, that whole storyline. Even with that, stunts, just every plotline's been like barely trying. Did we, as the audience, come upon Shula already off horse? Were we with Neil or so... the better option? There was a sound effect of Shula falling off. So I'm in a victim blame now. She was on her phone to Neil, and then saw, on a horse? and then yeah, yeah, exactly. And then she saw we, Neil. Don't text and drive. <laughs> yeah, and then she saw Neil, and then the horse threw her off. Um, I'm victim blaming because she said I probably shouldn't have tried to ring someone on a horse. And everyone's No, I don't think you should be using the phone on a horse. Everyone gets one. It was really funny. It was really funny later because Josh, being Josh, has fucked up again. I was almost going to make our bit about him going to petition the farm gods because he'd fucked up again. Um, Dear dear farm gods, I fucked up farming again. Please, please, God, give me some eggs. And then they were going to smite him being a dumbass um he's fucked up again and he said in my defense everyone fucks up sometimes auntie shula just texted on a horse fell a horse (laughs) and he and his dad said don't say that right now don't don't be like oh well my auntie also texted on a horse (laughs) (laughs) you're not getting out of this I thought it was that was the funniest bit of the whole story. That was the funniest bit of the whole story. Was in Josh was like, yeah, everyone fucks up sometimes. Auntie Shula just takes it on a horse. That was the funniest <laughs> line. How do you get a, a phone out of your pocket if you're on a horse? I mean, she's a very experienced rider, which is why it's well, all the not. more. Well, no, she is. It's why it's all the more hilarious that she texted. Oh, okay. No, she was making a phone call on a horse. It's like. You ridiculous woman. Yeah, that's not... Uh, I, listen, I'm not... I'm no jockey. Uh, you really aren't. I'm I'm about <laughs> twice the height of most jockeys. 
so it is not for me to say, you know, but moving at any kind of speed that high up off of the ground, I probably wouldn't want to be on the phone. I don't think she was moving. I want to defend her, and I hate... Wait, she fell off a stationary horse? No, the horse? horse threw her off. That's why oh, I said I... throw her off a horse. The horse threw her off. The horse tossed her off. Yeah, the horse tossed her off. Because it was a male horse and she is a woman. The horse. <laughs> and they <laughs> so were alone they... together. <laughs> you can't be friends with a stallion. Everyone knows this. God, why is this the fifth time I've talked about horse fucking like this in the past couple of months? Today. <laughs> <laughs> Today. Um, okay. So what did, jo- what did Josh do? He didn't get any eggs. Oh, this is Josh God, Archer, do I care? Do I care enough to Universal recount this? He didn't do some of the boosters for his chickens. And his argument was that he made a calculated risk because his chickens have never gotten sick before. And immunizing farm animals is super duper expensive. It's one of the main costs. Um... It's the it's the biggest it's the biggest cost when you're like calculating yield, doing all of these vaccinations, and I was like, "Me, I'm being stupid, bruh," but maybe your chickens never got sick because you keep getting the fucking boosters. You fucking vaccinated them. I was like, I was like, is he? Am I crazy or is he crazy or is this just a fucking anti-vax argument that we're having here? Like, I think it's, I think it's thinly not... veiled anti-vaxxing. Um, Maybe. Well, I've never been sick, no one so said I don't that, need though. a vaccine. The thing about the archers is they really will lead you up to the fence. Like, That's true. They guess, are leading really... you. So I thought if that was the case, his dad would um, either, you know, devil's advocate him. It's not even devil's advocate. His dad would provide the logical vaccination (laughs) argument and be like, well, your chickens didn't get sick because you fucking vaccinated vaccinated. them. Yeah. I don't even know what's real anymore. Josh is... Josh is so stupid. He would would do this. But also, sometimes the people who write the show are just blowing blowing steam out their ass they're like <laughs> well we need to come up with a new way for josh to fuck up <laughs> but they're the farm gods they're yeah. rolling the dice and josh always rolls snake eyes do you want to hear the other plot line i don't care about that i'm calling god's sake get a divorce and shut up um this could be about any couple. This is in me. Um, um, I'm homophobic because I want the only gay couple in Ambridge to get divorced and shut up. <laughs> God damn it, right? <laughs> and I want them to do it specifically because they're gay and written yep. by the people who write for the BBC. Um, so they annoy the, the crap out of me. Communist BBC right the in there. Bloody... LGBTQs. <laughs> yeah. Um. LGBT, shut up. <laughs> it's just LGBT <laughs> and then spell out, shut up. Um, cut, so, cut all we, of that, cut all of that. We, uh, no, we want to be seen as, we're, we're, we're taking the Joe Rogan throne. Listen, we're inheriting the kingdom. Um, <laughs> if some Elon days, Musk wants to come on this podcast and days, smoke weed with I'm us. I'm just like, let's veer all the way right. <laughs> let's get let's get some of that let's get some of that pandering bank i want to be let's... i want to be the new token um insane queer person i want to do that i want to i want to i want to do a prager you so they give me money <laughs> <laughs> yeah i actually think that josh archer is right not to give his chickens boosters because they've never got sick before so logic tells us that they will never get sick. Those are immortal chickens now. You've got to say uh, it like so this. You got to do for for do visual hands. reference. I'm 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 enunciating. I'm I'm window washing with my hands. <laughs> Let's say hypothetically. Let's say <laughs> hypothetically, you're in a farm, <laughs> and there's several chickens. Those chickens have guns. None of those chickens. Some chickens can get my are homosexuals. Wet. 
Some of those chickens have guns and are homosexuals. Logic dictates homosexuals want to kill you. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. So, uh... Um... Oh, so who's getting divorced? Oh, no. Who's not getting divorced, but you want them to? Adam and Ian have a rocky... I think it's Adam and Eve. <laughs> You've made this joke three times before. God We really it. are not funny. I can't... We are oh. the homosexual agenda. Unfunny. <laughs> bored. Act, have hate ourselves. Loss. Hate ourselves. Goldfish. I've clearly got long-term memory loss. I cannot remember making that joke before, but need, I believe you need when you say more, that I have. Need more fish oil. <laughs> <laughs> Send me whole um, salmon. I am a bear. <laughs> um, so, I was saying, Adam and Ian are um, the only gays in the village. I'm saying that in a normal voice. I am not referencing anything. No, that's I've never heard that. <laughs> I before. would never reference anything in my life, especially not something um, like that. And <laughs> um, they are on my last gay nerve, as usual. What, what have they been doing? What What's wrong with them? So, Adam has had several dalliances outside of the relationship one was a very serious cheating and one was to my knowledge the extent was it a kiss at a party so pretty okay. much a one and done but still very shitty um that is quite a long time past them now though they have a wonderful child um who I'm sure will be having a voice actor any day now. Um, <laughs> Wait, isn't it a baby? Did they not? Yeah, recently? Was I that mean, not a recent thing? Or like in the last year? I think that they, if I remember correctly, that was, a... that was right when we started recording. Which, yeah. So, so... that baby's probably about... 45 by now? 43? <laughs> depending <laughs> depending on what they want to do with it. Sometimes you won't hear a kid until they're like 5. Sometimes you won't hear them until they're 14. Um, <laughs> this is a teen child but baby. You won't have a regular character until they're at least 16, 17. The, the youngest well, yeah. currently relevant character is uh, Ben Archer. No, Rory, Ar uh, Rory Aldridge is younger than Ben. I always get them mixed up because they're teenage boys and I have face blindness. The teenage boys. Ear blindness, even. I was going to um, say it. <laughs> I have the regular kind of blindness you need to not be able to tell any teenage boy apart. Um, they're all just like. I think it's called deafness. They're all just like, way. They all sound like way. Hey. Uh, uh, oh, it's gonna uh, be. It's gonna be wicked, mate. That's what they all sound like. Anyway. Um, occasionally. Like I heard occasionally say stoked today, just yeah. to 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 jump in on the teen thing. I was watching the Olympic skateboarding, uh, and she picked up the slang term stoked. And then she carried on just saying, oh, congratulations. Oh, with that. Congratulations, you've caught up to the 90s, Claire Balding. We all know you could do it. <laughs> I know, it was the fact that, yeah, anyway, that was a, a British... Based on her haircut, <laughs> she has been purely stuck in the Diana years for <laughs> quite a while now. <laughs> I find her really funny that she's... Her, in contrast to all of the other people in that room, is one of the funniest parts of the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Because they just have Claire Balding and then everyone else is under the age of 30. Or, or, or it's like Chris Hoy, the world's most dour Scotsman, apart from possibly Andy Murray. Yeah, yeah. 
million um, million anyway. percent <laughs> <laughs> i'm farming 100 billion percent um so adam so they have they have a baby adam a, a small child yeah but i don't care about it you know roll it roll it down the driveway anyway um it's fine it's fictional it's mother it's a, it's a fictional baby it's a fictional child <laughs> and it's matter. gone it's, it's gone um not relevant uh them and little xander are doing reasonably okay at the minute but um ian and adam aren't uh, neither of them are really happy where they are at the minute they're always i would say i would count them among the most sort of ambitious people in the show so they talk a lot about what they want out of life they're very career orientated um they're also you know very family orientated in that way where they're they're those people that like we're we're on it gay people we're gonna have a kid we're gonna be ceos of gay (laughs) oh no not the corporate gays yeah they're not actually corporate um they are just very you know they're what's the term um god what do annoying people say um making get getting bread um oh i see um driven do you just mean they're driven no i'm thinking of a particularly annoying people annoying phrase someone might say to you know someone might tell someone uh, that to avoid paying them for what is essentially a job um on on your grind i don't know okay making shit happen what what people what people say who don't want to give you healthcare in America, what they say anyway. Exposure, I think it's for exposure. Constantly getting that expose. Anyway, uh, that on the grind, people. Adam works for his stepfather Brian, um, for the Aldridge. It's technically a corporation, but it's a you know it's a set of farm stuff. They have partners who are mostly members of the family. Um, it's not as big as you know Borchester Trust or anything, but they are the wealthiest farmers. Back in the day, it was you know archers and middle class Aldridges um, are doing tax fraud and. Uh, everyone else can suck it. Um, suck eggs. Suck Josh's eggs. <laughs> um, Brian was going to get money if he could early out of the partnership so he could pay for Alice's rehab. Um, we're not talking about that because it's not funny. But he was getting money to pay for Alice's rehab. And he found out while he was doing that, um, as Adam walked in to see him doing this, that Adam had not so technically absolutely embezzled money. Um, it's it's one of those situations where he is a very much, a, you know, an upfront guy, very on the level he took like 2000 quid out to pay for something that he was immediately going to put back in still guys don't embezzle hot ray tip there put it straight back honestly this plotline really stressed me out because the one time in my life i was in charge of a large sum sum of money i was on the verge of panic attacks moment to moment um but if it's just gone for like 10 minutes <laughs> 10 days that's <laughs> no one knows no one knew it'll be fine yeah yeah i mean that's the thing if you're not telling someone something you want to keep it a secret you know um i've had those situations in my life 
where someone has said to me, it's not exactly a secret, but, and I'm like, it's the technically rule again. I'm like, okay, I think you need to decide whether or not this is a secret, because a secret, <laughs> a secret is an extremely definitive thing, sir. It is, there is a binary in secrets. Something is or is not a secret. Honestly, it's really funny to me. I think I've always been very ambivalent about gossip. I find it quite funny. Um, 80% of the juiciest gossip I've ever heard, unsolicited. I don't ask people for things. Um, one of my most famous hilarious quotes um, was... Someone said, you'll never guess what I heard. And I'm like, don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to guess. Please don't. Um, made a stranger burst out laughing. So I'm very proud of that one. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, they always start it with... Um, uh, there's something... I shouldn't tell you this. I also once said, someone don't. said to me, I shouldn't tell you this. And I said, don't. Yeah. <laughs> shouldn't tell you this, then walk away. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> you know, um, secret keeps itself. And uh, uh, he immediately put this money back as soon as Brian found out. But Brian already blew up at him because Brian's an asshole and he's not coping with <laughs> Alice being an alcoholic. Well, um, what I'm saying is if I could blame this all on Brian I absolutely would like I really want to lay the seat of everything at Brian Aldridge because <laughs> even when he's technically right he's just such an ass. because I, mean, I, I do want to clarify and they brought this up in the plot line when he was going off on one he fucking poisoned a whole river yeah, he, he sure did, didn't he? Stop judging people, sir. And he, he still, he still has, an, I I want to clarify it, to this day has never apologized for that in any meaningful capacity. He said, I'm sorry I fucked things up for the family. I'm sorry I didn't tell anyone that I'm a horrible criminal. Every sorry but the sorry, which is, I definitely poisoned a river. And that's my bad, dudes. I'm sorry you drank that water. <laughs> I'm sorry all of those fish chose to live in water. <laughs> um, yeah. If you don't like my poison, grow some legs. <laughs> don't come crawling to me. If all of those fishes back, 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 way back in prehistoric times could grow legs, I'm sure you can manage it, honey. <laughs> my ancestors grew legs yeah, it's, it's, lazy it's fish nowadays um yeah so he's just an ass so of course he exacerbated this whole thing and it was actually a good bit of writing I didn't like this plotline generally and I, I wanted it to end and I thought bloody hell just get a divorce but the way that they were doing these sort of staggered arguments where Adam and Brian would come together and say sorry about how I behaved earlier, you know, just beyond the pound. Except, of course, this was all Adam because Brian has never apologized for thing in this life. So Adam would walk up to him and be like, sorry for how things got earlier. And then five minutes later, they'd be fighting again. And I was like, oh, such a vibe. It's like walk up to someone to apologize and then five minutes later you're screaming your head off and you think how did we get here? <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd come over and say I'm, I'm sorry about... Wait, are those my shoes? <laughs> you son of a bitch! Uh, I really do be. And... Um... Yeah, they just kept having these staggered half-fights. And then Brian insinuated that Adam should be fired. And then Adam insinuated back that Brian, go on then, fire me, old bastard. You never loved me. Um, Which is true, he never did. (laughs) 
if I can if I can assume anything about Brian Aldridge is that he never loved his stepson. He was not a great. Step He's not a great dad. Not a good conversationalist. <laughs> technically a good farmer. In, in technically the... a great criminal. He's technically a great environmental technic- criminal. Technically a great supervillain. Um... <laughs> I, I I'm I'm confused how this has anything to do with why Adam. We're and getting there. Get We're getting there. Okay. So Adam Adam quits his job. Oh no. And because um uh, Adam has a f- uh, you know a marriage based on a pillar of mistrust and lies and um, unattainable goals, he decides to not tell Ian that he's quit his job. That's sensible. Yep. Um, So Adam starts being really shifty, making a bunch of phone calls. He keeps um, uh, dobbing in... um, God, what's Helen's bow called? Mr. Karate. I'm just going to call him. Keeps stopping in Mr. Karate, saying, I've been having a conversation with Mr. Karate. Because for a while now, he's been telling Mr. Karate stuff. Um, and Why? he's been confiding in Mr. Karate. And Mr. Karate's been like, can you just speak to your husband, please, and stop confiding in me? We only just became friends, and you're already involving me in all of your... Your lies, you horrible, horrible man. I'm homophobic now, he said. And <laughs> and then he kicked him and spun away. And then he kicked him and... Yeah. And then he kicked him into the Poison River. Um, so he was telling all of these lies. Of course, Ian immediately thought that he was having an affair. Because Ian has been hurt too many times and he deserves better. Um, and like all people on the show who are not from England, he decides to go off on one. (laughs) He decides to absolutely lose his mind, go crazy, go out of your mind. Um, shows up to where Adam is having a meeting with someone who's just about to hire him as a new farm manager. Um absolutely assumes Adam is having an affair with this man starts ranting Adam's trying to placate him in the course of placating him absolutely implicates himself for embezzlement the funniest <laughs> bit of um a verbal knock a tennis ball into your own balls I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> it was like Real good, real good. We love to see it. Wimbledon finals. Um, <laughs> he gets his two hundred and fifty pounds from you. Been framed. Um, doesn't get that job because he's tangentially admitted to embezzlement in the course of having a shouting match <laughs> with his husband in front of this good. guy. Very, yeah, yeah. very good. <laughs> I was totally on Ian's side until Ian had gone off on one in front of a stranger. Um, Adam Adam turns to him and says, Ian, what have you done? Um, Ian says, no, I think you'll find it's all your fault. Or near enough. And um, it's hilarious. I laugh my ass off. I didn't realise he was from... Uh... Realize he was from South Africa. I can't do accents. We've established this. You don't have to blast me. You don't have to put. You don't have to put me on blast every single time. I can't do an accent. Um. So the. Yeah. This is. This is. No one is in the right here. Yeah. I. I like. hate everyone. I want them to get divorced. <laughs> they have a conversation about it later. Where. Um, Ian says, this is all you. And Adam says, no, I think this is both of us. I think we need to talk about why you immediately leapt to the conclusion that I was having an affair. Um, We'll see where they go. I don't actually want them to get divorced. I just... Normally, just like normally I would say, are straight people okay? But I can't. <laughs> I very much know that gay people are often 
very not okay. Um, are people are people okay generally? Something I never know. It's you know, it's it's the ultimate question, isn't it? Yeah, there was a final plot line I wanted to talk about. Um, okay, because it was actually the only good thing that happened recently. Oh, well, that's good. Let's end I on was, high. And it was involving Mr. Karate, so I was going to look up his name, and then I realized you can't Helen you can't just type and... Mr. Karate into Google, as yeah, I was about to. you can't just type to. cheese kicks in and hope for, um, hope for the best. Archer's Karate Helen. There we go. Whoa, his no, name's Lee. Lee. His name's Lee. Lee. Bruce Lee. Yes. Bruce Lee. I think that was intentional, actually. I'm sure it was. There's yeah. no accidents Honestly, in the arches. I think it was intentional. Uh, I have always thought that someone who really likes fanfic said, let's give the woman who had a previously abusive husband a new boyfriend who does karate, just in case he ever comes around again. Um, so you can beat him up? Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's such a trope. I love it. Yeah, it's such a trope. Um, and so he can teach her and her son to also beat him up. Please, Lee, you don't have to do this for me. I can do it myself. (laughs) 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 Uppercuts him way all the way back to Canada. Um, Lee and Helen moved into Kirsty's house. Um, because she didn't want to live there anymore because slavery really puts a dampener on the, um, whole decor. Um, I imagine it uh, knocks down the house price as well, so I bet they got a steal. Well, she just gave it to them um, well, because they're, yeah, good, exactly. they're good friends. It well, knocked it to zero. Well, they did buy it off her, but she didn't like haggle. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this back from when this whole estate was being built, but it's built on um, Archer's land. They sold a, sold a portion of land to Justin. Um, you know, this is still, this is stuff we talked about way back, like episode four, probably. Goodness, goodness. What was that? A hundred years house? ago? It's a newish house. So it's a, it's a, it's new a newish house. Okay. house. Um, it was absolutely new when, um, Kirsty, um, and Phil bought it together. Kirsty gave Kirsty it to Helen and Lee and her two sons. Um, Lee also has children, um, but they mostly live with the mother, and they're not super relevant. I'm sure they will be at some point in the future. Uh, they're well, they all living. The they're all living together yet. now. Um, the person, their backdoor neighbor, is what I always say when someone's back in your garden. Their backdoor neighbor is a bit of a piece of work. And he's that brand of person that really likes to pretend that they're angry about something when really they just want to start a fight. Which is one of my (laughs) top ten least favorite kinds of person. So they're like, I can't believe they would do this. I'm so angry and I'm going to go over and never stop talking about how angry I am. So, he is kicking up a fuss. He was like, do you know how... He has one of those voices for angry people. He's like, do you know how me and my missus felt? Do you know how me and my missus felt when we found out people living here are slave owners? Do you know how she felt? And it's like, of course, that's really upsetting, but we both know that you're not upset. You're actually really into something interesting happening (laughs) around you. Like... Let's be clear. And also, you don't give a shit. It, you just like talking shit. It's not um, their house. It wasn't their slaves. They they've just moved in. Um. Well, they're talking about the previous people, and then he says, "And now we have a murderer living by us." Because of course, everything that happened with Helen was pretty much public knowledge. Um. So he just starts on the neighborhood Facebook group, which is I'm like, move to WhatsApp, baby. Um, get a get a Discord, guys. I I can't believe people are still using Facebook groups. Um, what's that one that specifically 
Is it called Next Door or something? There's one why that's specifically I for... I don't know why you'd know, but people know things. I don't know any of my neighbors. I know that there's one that's specifically for, uh, you know, like talking to your neighbors. And yeah, people are like always saying it's advertise. actually the worst thing ever and really funny, which of course it is. I'm sure. Yeah. Because um, it's always people posting things on that, like, does anyone know where those kids making all those noise live so I can go over and murder them? That's the kind of thing people write on those neighbor things. I mean, that's that's. It's just hearkening back to ye olde days with the village notice board, where the madman would write on the board in his own feces, "Where are the boys? I will get them." And then someone else would come along and say, "Looking for four chickens." Um, <laughs> I don't even know where we were. I totally just dissociated for five seconds there. Yeah. Um, we, we were, so we they're were on with, the um, chat. He's chatting shit yes. on the chat. Um, Joy Horobin, who lives in this neighborhood and has become my absolute favorite character, um, completely raw, uncut Joy is all I want to listen to. <laughs> um, I knew she would be. As soon as she was briefly annoying, I thought they are so going to U-turn this character. We're going to have to sit through this brief period of her being extremely annoying and then she's going to become the best person on this show. It's a rite of passage. <laughs> they have to make you briefly intolerable and then you get to be really, really funny. Um, so she's great. She's an admin on the group because of course she is. Yes, she is, she is, she is administrating life. Um, honestly. Um, she kicks him, someone else adds him back in, which I'm like, there's always that one admin that's always adding them back in. Just, just this is, backboneless. This is, this is that fucking Sonic group on, on Tumblr all over again. Oh my god. <laughs> so always an, Not the always, 2014 always... Sonic discords. <laughs> this, is, this is free Amy all over again. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's like please be nice please be nice to mod Amy um, but it's this guy he's posting all the articles telling everyone that Helen is a murderer which she isn't she was acquitted and also he didn't die so she is a note <laughs> you, you can't be a murderer if no one died you I'm pretty be, sure that's number one rule you can't be a fucking murderer if he fucking lived and moved to Canada I think so. Shut your mouth. Unless moved to Canada is a euphemism for dying, I don't think she can be a murderer, um, even if she was found guilty, which she wouldn't have been found guilty of murder because he didn't die. Yeah. So they're dealing with this dude. Lee's getting really, really pissed off because he's like one of those cute men that just like works themselves up into a tizzy all the time. <laughs> I find them so cute. You know, not men that actually have a temper. Because I don't find anger cute. Like, no. ever. But people, those men who are like, mm, mm, they're upsetting oh, my wife! And I'm like, bother. baby, baby, it's all going to be okay. He's like, oh, I just want to go over there and give him a piece of my mind. And I was like, Baby, baby, it's all gonna be okay. I'm gonna steal you from Helen. You're so cute. <laughs> so, I loved him. He was great. He didn't do anything drastic. They were totally high grounding it until they um, absolutely saw him having an affair through the through the window, um, and then friend to blackmail who? him. The guy who's chatting shit about them. Oh, oh, okay. They absolutely like, saw oh him God. having an affair. Absolutely are now blackmailing him to show up. Well, that's great. Yeah. Blackmail's fine. I, like, I have no problem the with The Archers needs more of this. <laughs> I'm Archers not saying... Blackmail. I don't want it to be the very weird, tense kind of blackmail that's in most soap operas, but I would really like it if the Archers spent more time um, blackmailing people to shut up by saying you took photos of them having an affair. I just think it's pretty funny. Um, it's, I, I I laughed. 
That's per- it's perfect. I laughed. It's the perfect end. Um, and they didn't actually take photos, so it was a whole bluff. And it's like, <laughs> good job. Good job. I'm not very good in those situations, so I always um, like I always appre- I always appreciate it as a skill. To sort uh, of what blackmail? No, you're not very good at blackmail, or no, you're not very good the at the kind of situations where you have to sort of like convince or intimidate people on the fly. You know, oh, it's like everyone's talking about those times where it's like, and I was in this situation, and uh, I said this really funny thing and like pranked them, and I'm like. God, if I ever find anything funny, I immediately shit myself laughing. I'm not clever or cool. <laughs> I don't. I I skip past any way to make things cooler or funnier, and I just go right to shitting my pants laughing. <laughs> or like I'm like I'm uh, or or crying in some situations. Yeah. I've never coped with anything in my life, is what I'm saying. <laughs> You you found whether life shortcuts, be, you know. Whether that be positive or negative, I've never, I've never coped. I've never coped. It's um, it, you know you found like the the Mario warp pipe of life. Uh, it, it skips most of the level, which is arguably where all the fun is, but it does get you to the end result faster, which is shitting your pants. It does work sometimes because I've always been really good at not escalating. Because if someone's trying to start a fight with me, I'm like, I'll skip to the end and finish it. <laughs> <laughs> you beat yourself up. We don't have to. We don't have to ramp up. We don't have to ramp up. I've I've absolutely matrix simulated this whole conversation already in my head. I'll point for point, go, go for it, and we can finish. <laughs> I will absolutely um, skip to the point where I start crying because I have abandonment issues and everyone I've ever met is cooler and more worth being around so they can win. <laughs> well, well, now I can't end this episode. <laughs> no, come on. You totally can. Because you, you'll think I'm abandoning you. <laughs> Abandon me. Do it. <laughs> well, this has been a blast. The The reason I was like, I don't know what this show is anymore is because our last episode was... A, released in May, and B, was the Darrington episode, so I have no idea what's been happening. Oh, right, shit, because that was... We just lost our minds for an episode. Well, there was just nothing happening in Ambridge that was funny anymore, so we left. I keep wanting to know if I want to know if people are listening. Well, if there is anyone out there... It's, what the fuck are you to... doing here? <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, but also, it's good to it's good to have you go, along for this go ride. Go train for the Olympics or something. Uh, yeah. Um, the next ones are in 2024, and I think they're in Paris. I don't actually know anything about sports. I think they're in Paris. I don't know. Uh, so, so I'll see you there. Uh, I'm going to be uh, the official podcasting event. It will be Podcast Sprint. Uh, first one to get to the sponsorship segment of their podcast wins. Uh, the qualifying heats are very competitive. Uh, some people do it just straight in the cold how does How does uh, Britain do? Britain, it, honestly, in the training that I've been, I've been going to with the British podcasters... Uh, a lot of them are too polite to jump straight into an ad, um, but the uh, yeah the 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 team from Italy have been doing stunningly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of their podcasts are yeah. just adverts. Are you saying that all Italians are very presumptuous? No, I am. <laughs> I know a lot of Italians and. <laughs> They pretty. That's pretty much it. Okay. I don't know if well, you. I don't know if you know this, but my extended family is very Italian. Very Italian. Very How Italian. Very Italian. Um, they're Catholic and they eat a lot of pasta. <laughs> Not actually from Italy. That is what they would say. No, they're from Italy, second generation. 
thought you were like, no, actually. But that's not what matters. What matters is that they're Catholic and they eat a lot of pasta. That is what makes you very Italian compared to yeah. just being from Italy. Yeah, okay. Uh, well. And the uh, old ones and... all say, oh, you're so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> That, that is very Italian. Here's some food. <laughs> Take some food. Oh, finally, you're doing Ian's accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you for listening. If you are... If you're uh, Italian, I'm not sorry. <laughs> okay, I am. Uh, <laughs> and we will join you again next month with more... Uh, verging on xenophobic slander <laughs> until such time I continue relentlessly to be the fish that walked Alex um, and I'm Ray make sure to shut the gate or those cows they will attempt to do some accents <laughs> le moon <laughs> That cow was secretly French. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We can guarantee that if you listen to our show, you will be immune to everything. Yeah, that's a one hundred percent. That's a science fact. Vaccines? No. Our podcast? Yes. Uh, stamp of approval. Our podcast makes you immune to needing to breathe, needing needing to and, walk, and other effects. Um, death. You will immediately float into space and become a god if you listen back to back all of our show. There you go. So that's a guarantee. So we better end this one so you can start your ascension. Yeah. Uh, I hope your apotheosis goes well. Remember us oh, when you fart Cosmos. <laughs>